0: Welcome to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about Porcupine, Wise Woman of the Woods. Way back in our woods, on an east-facing slope covered with hardwood trees, grows a gnarly old sugar maple, whose central trunk long ago divided into two trunks, that lean out in opposite directions. Over the years, a hollow place developed in the crotch of these two trunks, and in this hollow, protected from the elements, lives a porcupine. There has been a porcupine living in this tree for as long as I have been living here in these woods, which is over 25 years. You can tell something is living there because of the large pile of droppings that builds up at the base of the tree. Every year, I shovel up a few buckets of these droppings to fertilize my blueberry patch and each year I climb up into the maple to see if the porcupine is at home. Sometimes I'm rewarded with the sight of glinting black eyes. In the winter, when layers of snow cover the ground around the tree, you can see the characteristic track of the porcupine. It looks like a shallow luge track, long, hollow, broom-swept path, with the round footprints of the porcupine along the edges. The track goes between the maple and the hemlock grove farther down the hill, where the porcupine likes to feed. Next to skunk, porcupine is the animal the dog owners fear the most. The name porcupine comes from an Old English word meaning thorny pig. The thorns are three-inch long spines with barbed tips that grow along the dark, coarse guard hairs on the back of the, and tail. Contrary to popular belief, the porcupine does not shoot its quills. When threatened, it merely turns its back on its enemy, and if attacked, it swings its tail against the face of its assailant. The quills easily detach when disturbed, and the fine barbs easily embed themselves in the flesh of the attacker, gradually working their way deeper and deeper, unless quickly removed by the exasperated dog owner. And believe me, I speak from experience." But porcupines cannot take the blame for these unfortunate encounters, for these animals are gentle and passive and sociable by nature, getting along well with their forest mates. Fishers and mountain lions are their only natural predators. Their gentle nature is illustrated by a Northwest North American Indian tale. One winter, grizzly bear summoned all the large wild animals. She wanted them to join together and ask the creator to give them much colder winters so that human hunters would stay in their own homes and not hunt. All the large animals agreed this was a good request. Then Wolf said, We ought to invite all of the small animals to join to make their petition to the creator even stronger. After making their case to the small animals, Grizzly Bear asked, "'What do you think of this matter?' After they had been silent for a while, Porcupine rose and said, "'Your strategy is good for you because you have plenty of thick fur for the most severe cold. But what about the insects and the birds? They have no fur at all to keep them warm. How can insects and small animals get food if winters are colder?' Therefore, I say, don't ask for more cold. The large animals did not want to listen to Porcupine. Then she said, And remember, if the winters become colder, all the berries and plants will die, and then you who hunt, who hunt the plant eaters will have nothing to eat, and you will starve. The large animals were impressed now by Porcupine's wisdom. Finally, Grizzly Bear spoke, It is true what Porcupine has said. Then all the animals chose Porcupine as their wise woman leader. After they had all agreed that the cold in winter should be the way it is now, they returned to their homes. And that is why, when other animals take to their dens in winter, Porcupine does not hide, but goes about visiting her neighbors to see that they are all safe and warm." One afternoon in winter I was walking in the woods and saw a porcupine on the side of a tree chewing the inner bark. She was undisturbed by my approach and continued to eat. When I was within a foot of her, I reached out my hand to stroke her back. It was the coarsest hair I had ever touched. She paused and turned her shiny eyes to look at me, then resumed eating. It was a peaceful porcupine blessing, from the wise woman of the woods. Blessed be. You've been listening to EarthWise, reflections on earth-based spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.